All right, time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun. And these days, Vaughn, it feels like there's something big and new for us to talk about every single day. Uh, Simi, uh, my first observation uh, this morning on the challenge of covering Premier David Eby is you got to pay attention. The guy keeps generating news regularly. Yesterday, he dropped a bombshell during question period, and then he had a 4 o'clock press conference, which is right up against deadline for a lot of news organizations. So uh, he promised action, and day six yesterday... We got action. Okay, let's start with just that, first of all, that 4 o'clock press conference, because there was a reason why it was so late in the day, right? Yeah, so a 4 o'clock press conference is very late in the day, and uh, as I said, it's up against deadline for most news organizations, even if you're, you know, you're 6 o'clock news, uh, talking to Keith Baldry about it. He said, well, you've got to get ready for it, and if you need graphics, you get that up, and if you need reaction. So how come 4 o'clock? Well, the answer we got was, well, um, they had to get it through Treasury Board, which is the committee of cabinet that approves spending, and because the cabinet met in the morning, they didn't get around to organizing a Treasury Board meeting until the afternoon, and uh, that's why it took till 4 o'clock to make the announcement. Uh, you gave the breakdown a little bit to earlier, $230 million over three years to staff up the provincial RCMP. So right. a lot. It, it, the distinction there, important, is that these resources will fill vacancies at the overall force in British Columbia. So the RCMP that provide rural policing, that do the highway patrol, major crimes, uh, a big item in there from EB's point of view is more money to fight money laundering. It does not, and this is an important distinction given the controversy of what's going on in Surrey, it does not affect municipal policing by the RCMP. So municipalities that have their own RCMP detachment and help pay for it, this staffing money, this extra funding and resources does not include them. It only includes the small rural detachments. Okay, got it. Now let's talk about the other issue of what came up during question period. So the RCMP announcement, uh, EB says that's entirely affordable, $230 million over three years for provincial policing by the RCMP. He says, uh, look, uh, the BC economy is doing well, the budget's in surplus, and I guess there's probably more to come on the funding front on that. So, this is what I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah, so that's that. And hey, it's only day six. But you know, the other thing that's interesting is you know, question period, right? Now, you go into question period for theater, but you don't expect the government to say anything in question period. Normally what they do is uh, they barely answer the question, tell the opposition what a rotten government they were uh, for 16 years and uh, otherwise duck. Instead, yesterday, David Eby is getting asked about the troubles at BC Housing, which is a troubled agency. And he says, uh, "Okay, well, let me tell you what I did step by step. And he gives this long dissertation. It takes three answers to get through it. And in the middle of it, he discloses that... uh, as housing minister, before he stepped down to seek the leadership, Simi, he ordered a forensic audit of BC huh. housing, which is the first we knew of that. And I mean, we knew there'd been a review. We knew he'd stepped in and fired the board at BC housing. What we didn't know was that one of the recommendations from the first review was uh, order a full-blown forensic audit of how they're spending their money and where it's going. That audit is in the works, Simi. It's coming next year, and EB says when it comes, 
Uh, he will tell the public what was in it to the degree that he can, but this saga of BC housing is not over by any means. So even though he already did the you know late Friday night yeah. purging of the board and all that kind of stuff, there's more to come on this? Uh, there is more to come. So yes, so you go back to EB's last days as housing minister when uh, you know he was getting ready to seek the leadership. On a Friday afternoon, like at 7 p.m., which is late even for Take Out the Trash Day, he announces he's replaced the board at BC Housing, and he's replaced them with retired professional public servants and an accountant, which is usually a clue there's some trouble. And then he releases this report by Ernst & Young, which says you need to do, to do more reviews, you need to do more work. Uh, but what he doesn't tell us is that he responded to the first review by ordering a full-blown forensic audit, which is in progress, which, uh, you know, he was asked specific questions about what's in it. He said it's still being worked on, didn't disclose what the terms of reference are, but did say, Simi, that uh, hmm. that report's coming next year, and I guess what we do is wait for it. I'm so curious as to, well, what what were they what are they looking for like what made them so curious enough to ask for a forensic audit well the liberals got their hands on some um whistleblower stuff this week and brought it out in the legislature and one of the things they got their hands on was a leaked report on some problems with uh the way bc housing was controlling and spending its money money going to atira which is a vancouver organization um, on the downtown east side, I think, a housing agency. But, I mean, the Liberals had more questions than they had answers, and we don't really know the validity of that report. But what we do know is that there's a lot more going on at BC Housing than what we've been told so far. And you're right, Simi, this, this story is not over. There's clearly more to come. You may recall last week what Global tried to do something on Atira and ask the CEO yes. there what she paid, and she refused to say. <laughs> Liberals tried that question in the House yesterday. They didn't get an answer either. But as I say, we don't know where it's leading, but this story is certainly not over yet. Will this all potentially be wrapped together then when, when they talk about revamping how services are delivered in places like the downtown east side? We know that yeah. is the goal of Premier David Eby. Could this all be wrapped into it? I think that's a good good speculation, Simi. I would also note that, for example, uh, the mayor of Burnaby this week is saying he's got 1,300 units of housing, Mike Hurley says, that he, are ready to go in Burnaby. They're social housing. He needs approval of BC Housing and can't get it. I'm wondering if the reason that BC Housing is dragging its feet on approving that kind of funding is because of things related to internal controls, change of leadership there, the CEO retired, the new board, which is taking a much more skeptical look at the way the money goes out the door. So again, I'm, I'm just guessing here, but hey, we only got told yesterday that the investigation isn't over. Right, because I'm also thinking that if if these organizations aren't going all out to kind of defend themselves or push back, there's an awful lot going on here behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah, there is. I mean, forensic auditing is serious stuff. Uh, Ernst & Young already did a review, so I'm guessing they know where to look. The new board, as I said, is includes a former deputy auditor general here in B.C., so that's a serious appointment. There are other senior public servants there. Essentially, what EB did was he replaced a board of housing activists, well-meaning people, 
with uh, a much more professional, severe-looking board dominated by uh, retired and experienced provincial public servants, and as I said, an accountant. So you can see the shift there, and I expect we're also seeing the shift in the way BC Housing approaches. They're doling out hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge agency. Uh, It's a crown corporation. We're getting a standalone housing minister, says E.B. Clearly, that minister, who will be appointed on December the 7th, he or she will have a lot of work ahead of them. There's a lot more to come on the BC housing file. All right, more for us to talk about for sure. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. It's Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun. It is busy over in Victoria these days with all sorts of announcements coming. I'm sure there'll be uh, more today for us to talk about with Vaughn for sure.